We've worked with ballet dancers, doctors, teachers, engineers, and all other forms of underdogs to help them break into management consulting. And we'd love to help you do the same through our Black Belt case prep program. In Black Belt, you receive one-on-one mentorship and prep support from a former McKinsey, Bain, or BCG consultant, eight hours in total. Your coach will develop a personalized plan for you and guide you through that plan via drill-based coaching sessions. Black Belt also includes resume and cover letter edits because case prep is only so good if you don't get the interview. In addition, Black Belt gives you a digital suite of comprehensive training materials covering everything you need to know about management consulting recruiting. Last but not least, Black Belt gives you a private group training session on the fundamentals of consulting recruiting. 80% of Black Belt's land offers, which is why it's the world's most effective consulting prep program. If you're ready to quit wasting time in your prep process, join today. We've seen it all. Chances are we've already helped someone in your specific situation land a consulting offer. We regularly sell out our Black Belt cohorts, so check out the link in the show notes to grab your seat today. Hey, Strategy Simplified. Welcome back to the pod. I'm Jafeth, one of your co-hosts, and today I have an exciting conversation with Jenny Ray LaRue, uh, who is the Managing Director of Management Consulted. Today, we're dissecting application deadlines. That's right, we're in the thick of recruiting season, and uh, today we're kind of talking about why firms use application deadlines, uh, timelines that you need to be aware of depending on your background, how to set yourself apart in a really competitive hiring market, and some free resources that you can utilize to set yourself apart from the pack. The link in the show notes will take you to a page where you can see uh, relevant upcoming deadlines. So make sure to check that out, bookmark that. We update it regularly. All right, let's get into the conversation. Everybody, welcome to this special episode of Strategy Simplified. Really excited to chat today with Jenny Ray LaRue, who's the Managing Director of Management Consulted and our fearless leader. Jenny Ray, uh, where are you calling in from today? I'm in California, but that's a good question. Right now, we're doing a lot of orientation work with a bunch of the schools that we work with, level setting on what is the case interview, what is consulting, and more. So today, I happen to be in California, but tomorrow, you never know where you'll find me. All over the world. All right, well, we're going to get right into this conversation around kind of application deadlines. We're getting questions every day, uh, you know, when do I apply? Why do application deadlines matter? Uh, all of that. And so we're going to get right in, into it. Jenny Ray, can you just kick us off uh, by sharing an overview of when consulting firms recruit um, kind of for each uh, type of type of background or type of candidate? Okay, awesome. So this is always a tricky question for people to answer. And there's an easy version and there's a much more complicated version. There's the it depends version, the typical consulting answer. So I'm going to just go for the ones that are super clear. Okay. And by the way, these deadlines have changed and still are subject to change based on an annual review of when they're competing companies are hiring. And so it used to be that hiring was almost a year later than it is now. As of today, where we're standing in the fall of 2023, uh, we've got a breakdown for undergrads, the undergrad interns, um, and the undergrad full-time hiring. Resume drops are happening in 
like May, June, or early July. And then interviews are happening in July and August. It feels super early, right? For for internships, we're talking, you finish two years of college, and then you're doing case interviews. You're explaining how your back professional experience has prepared you to sit in front of a Fortune 500 CEO. We get it. It feels early. Consulting would very quickly say it's not their fault. It's banking's fault. Banking is the one who has moved it back. And so the culprit behind these early deadlines has traditionally been banking because uh, at that early level in careers, there's a lot of competition for talent. Hey, you like spreadsheets? You like numbers? You want to make money? Like come to our industry, right? You know, and so um, that that's really what has driven the fuel behind that because if banking gives an offer that's an exploding offer and consulting hasn't even started the process yet, they feel like they don't even get to be in the conversation. Um, and so that's happening almost entirely virtually. It's happening early. Um, a lot of people, it's easy to miss because you're not necessarily on campus or driven through um, traditional processes. So it's become in the last two to three years, a very virtually focused process. Um, so the second piece of that that you asked about are the, um, you know, kind of MBA hiring groups. And so for first year MBAs, traditionally, there are three points of potential hiring um, for the internship. The first is at diversity conferences, which usually take place in September. So if you align with any of the diversity channels or the DEI initiatives at the firm, LGBTQ, African-American, different kinds of um, focus areas that different firms have, then they often have these conferences where they'll do interviews in advance and they'll have some slots specifically for their summer internships that are focused on that. Sometimes they're first round interviews, sometimes they're all the way to offers. Um, And so the firms vary a little bit, but that can start as early as September. That's pretty crazy. Um, The full-time hiring process for internships happens in the winter. And so usually the resume drops are in November or early December. The interviews are in December and January. Um, The offers go out in January for the most part, and then acceptances follow soon after that. Um, The third hiring time, which has really increased in traction, it's not super popular amongst the top three firms, but many other firms have utilized it, is actually pre-MBA hiring. And so before your first year, you will do a pre-MBA internship. It's basically like a very long case interview. It's, you know, often two weeks to four weeks. Some of them have been historically as long as a summer, but that's not what we saw this year. That pre-MBA hiring begins right when the first batch of MBAs start to hear back from the school. So in like November or December, and it closes in the late um, spring. And so that is meant to be a pathway um, where if you do well in that couple of week process, then they would give you an internship invite. And so all of that kind of encompasses the MBA internship process. Um, The other thing that I didn't mention here is full-time MBAs. And so for full-time MBAs, um, you're usually going to go through the process in two moments. One, um, historically, the uh, most successful one has been the fall hiring, which is happening kind of now-ish. Um, it's happening in August and September. And the focus for that is on um, filling positions that weren't taken by interns that were offered roles. Um, the caveat for that is like asterisk 2023 is a weird, weird year. We haven't seen a year like this before. Um, many firms are hiring zero second year MBAs for full-time positions in the first 
point of hiring. The second point of hiring for full-time MBAs is in the spring. And this year, if you're going to get hired as a full-time MBA into many firms, that is going to be your time to do it. It's actually not going to be now, um, which might put you in a precarious position. You might have to accept an offer that you later will reject. Um, and that is nothing that MBA career counselors like to hear about, but it is kind of the reality of what might happen this year. Um, and the reason for that is that consulting firms just don't feel like they can project in an uncertain world economy with uncertain political environments and with uncertain um, interest rates and more what the world is going to look like in 12 months. And so they're hiring you as a full-time MBA to start in August, September of 2024. That feels really too far ahead for them to plan. And so while interns are easy, time limited, very specific. They have an, a second option set for those folks. They they are really reticent to hire and then lay off. And so they'd rather just wait until the spring. So this year for full-time MBAs, that's the time. Um, the last group that I didn't really mention is that there is a um, drop deadline for MDs, PhDs, on what the firms collectively call the APD, Advanced Professional Degree group of people, which is basically like master's level programs of everyone except for MBAs. Um, they don't usually have individual school hiring roles with a lot of those um, programs. And so they hire you collectively as, as a group. Um, they have two, again, hiring times. One is for special programs, the absolute best way to get in. Um, those drops are in January, February, and March. Um, they used to be, in, again, in April, May, and now they're moving backwards. Um, those programs are usually held in May and June. And then um, the uh, full-time hiring process is similar to the full-time hiring timeline for full-time MBAs, which again, this year is a particularly challenging timeline. Um, so all of that to be said, there's a lot of context behind why the firms hire when they do and how they would prefer to hire versus how the competitive labor market forces them to hire. Mm -hmm. I feel like what I'm hearing you say is that if I can go the internship route, do that. If I can go through a special diversity initiative or conference, like do that. That'll give me the best chance. If I can go through these APD uh, programs, like like if, if you have the opportunity, that's going to allow you to kind of maximize your chances. Massively. And, and specifically, the shorter the program, the more risk averse the firms are able to be with you, which means that they can take a chance a little bit more because they're going to get a full time look uh, at who you are. And so I think that's a great summary and uh, always our recommendation. I just have to say one thing about it, though. A lot of people therefore think that it will be an easier process to go through these. And it is by no means easier. It is exactly the same process. And the firms, when it comes to internships in particular, care really deeply about whether you're going to be not just a good worker, but a great representative of the firm back on campus. Um, and so some people go into it thinking of it like a warm up for full time, which it, it, it is not. Um, and you can actually ruin your chances for getting hired later by coming into the process, treating it like a warm up being unprepared and not being ready to showcase how you're ready to be not just a great staff member, but more. Early recruiting is where it's at. Yeah, baby. All right. Talk to us about targets, students at target schools versus uh, non-targets, because I know the the process can be a little, little bit different depending on where you're going to school. 100%. So students at 
target schools, y'all have the greatest advantage in the whole world. When you went to your school, you thought it was because of its ranking in, you know, the USA Today or something like that. Yeah. Um, but it's not. That, that's that's not what really matters. What really matters is this moment here. It's what firms come to your campus and want to hire you. Um, and so even though you're there having a great experience and doing a lot of other things, this is really um, a, a, a crucial and important time. And so uh, the timelines I've already mentioned are when they're happening, but because stuff is happening through your target deadlines, if you miss them, you are put into the larger pool of everyone else from every other school everywhere who is potentially looking at the jobs. And so do not miss a deadline if your school happens to have a relationship with a hiring firm. The hiring firm will not bend that timeline for you if you show up late to the party. So um, I think that's just probably my most critical exhortation for what to do with target schools. On the flip side, if you're not at a target, what do you do? Right. Firm doesn't hire for you. You want to work for McKinsey and they don't come to your school. We have coaches on our team that did exactly this process. And so I will just say one thing. Uh, there is not a way to successfully break into these firms if you don't come from a target school without using either one of the leveraged pathways that we, Javeth and I mentioned earlier, like diversity recruiting. Um, or through networking. But basically, you're going to talk to somebody, whether you like it or not, before you go into the interview. The, the blind drop of the resume, if you do not come from a target program, is not a functional option for you. And so it is absolutely critical that you are reaching out on LinkedIn and or writing emails and or explaining your background, your passion for your background. And then when you get on a call, you know exactly what you're supposed to do. So there's a lot of prep and planning that comes in if you are coming from a non-target and you're currently in school. That's amazing. I will make sure to link to some resources for networking and, and, and ways that folks can uh, work with our coaches uh, to, you know, build a networking strategy, uh, prep for cases, et cetera, at, you know, really critical in this, you know, market where the hiring is, is a little su suppressed right now. So folks, uh, check out the link in the show notes to see all these deadlines. We've got them on a page. It's totally free for you. And we update it every week. Uh, in addition, uh, if you're at a target school, Handshake is going to really be your friend for that. Um, Jenny Ray, uh, how can people, you know, uh, figure out where their application deadline deadlines are through Handshake or through this school? Is there anything they need to know about that? Yeah. Well, um, again, let me let me just make sure. There's one group that we didn't mention. I want to make sure that I give them a shout out. So um, if you're at a target school, um, just go on to the firm's Handshake page. That's where you will be able to see things like their virtual info sessions, any scheduled on-campus time, coffee chats, etc. cetera. Uh, but if you don't find them, it means that they're probably not actively hiring the school. That's when you revert to the universal deadlines that we've published. Um, let me just mention for those of you who are experienced hires, so you're, we've talked a lot about school populations, right, Javis, but we didn't mention this huge swath of other folks that are out there. Uh, for those of you who are experienced hires, interested in understanding what the deadlines mean to you and why they matter, um, basically you want to apply prior to the deadlines for the positions that you are related to. So if you have under five years of work experience, you're going to be applying for an internal 
um, you know, analyst role, the kind of a start um, of the career role. One of the things that consulting firms do is they make it very complicated to figure out which of those roles uh, is right for you because they name them all differently. At some firms, it's consultant. At some firms, it's analyst. At some firms, it's associate consultant. At some firms, it's analyst. It's not like banking that has like one title for a specific role. Um, so you actually probably want to refer to our firm profiles on our consulting directory. And again, we'll link to that in the show notes just to decode what those roles are. Um, so uh, again, kind of under five years of experience though, you're looking at early summer hiring. If you miss that deadline, um, there's nothing that changes about your application. It's just that either way you need to network, but your best chance is gonna be networking prior to that time or um, having a networking contact who works in a division that is hiring actively because they're trying to staff a project. So basically it's either going to happen for you before everybody else comes through the pipeline because all the spots for the following year are open, or it's going to happen for you on an as needed basis. And the only way you're going to know which one you should do by firm, by office, by practice area is to actually network with people. Um, the same thing would hold true if you're applying at the post-MBA level. So five to eight years of work experience is kind of the traditional post-MBA analyst level. And then, um, you know, eight, nine, 10 plus years of work experience is where you begin to focus on the manager and the partner level roles at the firms. Um, if you're not sure where you fit, where you should apply, um, at what level you should go through, or which of these categories you fall into, you can always reach out to us directly and we're happy um, to walk that back. But I think it's just important for you to know that the deadlines matter. They matter to the firms and therefore they should matter to you. Amazing. Jenny Ray, this was really helpful. Folks, lots of links in the show notes. That is your friend. Uh, so check that out. Check out the free resources and come work with us. But we are cheering you on. Uh, we're on your side. And best of luck this application season. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Strategy Simplified. If you're loving the show, make sure to subscribe and give us a rating and review. In addition, check out the links in the show notes for the resources we mentioned on today's podcast. With lots of goodies in there. We'd love to help you on your journey into consulting. So please stay tuned to the podcast. Take advantage of those resources and reach out team at managementconsulted.com if you have any questions or don't know where to start. All right, we'll talk to you again very soon.